for tuning in to Mystic Witch. I'm your host, Blue. You can find out more about me at bluejunetarot.com. Mystic Witch is a podcast about magic, divination, and all things supernatural. Witches. Today we have my friend and colleague Lisa Stardust, a New York City-based astrologer who has been part of the astrology community for over 10 years. She writes for publications such as Girl Boss, The Hood Witch, Bust, and Teen Vogue. She's best known for her witty pop culture horoscopes found on Instagram at Lisa Stardust Astro. And in consultations with clients, she specializes in natal charts and horary astrology. Hi, Lisa! Hi, Blue. How are you? I'm good. Are you happy to be here? I'm always happy to be here (laughs) on Earth talking to you. Talking to me. So just to open up, let's get to know you a little bit. What is the magical tool you feel you use the most often? The magical tool I feel I use the most often is my intuition. And the reason why I say that I use it the most often is because a lot of the times we get a feeling about situations and, you know, we kind of psych ourselves out of embracing our gut feelings and our intuition. And it's like the most powerful, natural, magical tool that we all have within ourselves. Yeah. So we are here today to start, we're going to start by talking about August 11th. There's a lot of things going on. And basically since April, Jupiter has been kind of like causing a bunch of trickster type problems for us all. Um, Basically, like if people have been feeling generally down on their luck, there's a good chance that Jupiter's retrograde has had something to do with it. Well, Jupiter being retrograde and it's favorite sign, one of its favorite signs, Sagittarius, because Jupiter is a natural ruler of Sagittarius and Pisces. It actually isn't so much of a bad transit. A lot of the times during Jupiter retrograde, you know, people are given moral moral roadblocks, I would say, and they really have the opportunity to choose which path to go down, you know, and a lot of the times people do make wrong decisions or there is confusion based on integrity and moral standing. And also some people get luck unexpectedly and some people lose luck unexpectedly. Jupiter is a really powerful you know, happy planet. And it is like called the greater benefic in the sense that it gives good luck no matter what. But a lot of the times we do have these internalized conflicts and it causes stresses within and in relationships about how to proceed. Do I, do I lie? Do I cheat, et cetera. And also in moral societal views as well. Um, so Jupiter has been retrograde since April and on August 11th, Jupiter will be going direct. So we are going to basically be refocusing on the time period between April and August for the next few months. 
and retracing our steps and retracing our fanatical moral high ground. Can you tell us a little bit more about Uranus going retrograde? Is this going to bring like much needed clarity and quick decision making? So Uranus also goes retrograde the same day that Jupiter goes direct on August 11th. So basically, we really don't get a break, do we? Uranus is an outer planet, and Uranus is called the Great Awakener. It's a planet that is in retrograde motion from the Earth all the time, meaning it travels backwards in backwards rotation from the Earth's direction. So when I say retrograde, I mean really that it's always in it's always moving in the opposite direction as Earth. The only other planet to move in the opposite direction of Earth naturally is Venus as well. So Uranus is a planet of rebellion and Uranus is currently in Taurus. So when we have a planet like Uranus in Taurus, it basically highlights a lot of the Taurian viewpoints, such as money and love. And what happens here is we're really trying to find how we're valued by others and ourselves in terms of money and love. And a lot of Venusian themes are highlighted because Venus is the natural ruler of Taurus. So we are basically going to be experiencing confusion and shocking news that's going to kind of rock our world and shake our charts up and really make us assess if people are valuing us, if this relationship is worth all the effort, is our job paying us what we're worth, can we get the raise we think we deserve, etc. Jupiter, sorry, Uranus will be retrograde until January 2020. So during that time, we really do have a lot of time to basically figure out where we feel valued and where our worth is. And it's a really great time to sort of stand up for ourselves and to force our needs and values into the world. Awesome. What is Mercury going to be up to around this time? So <laughs> we have a lot of stuff happening this, this week. Mercury <laughs> is entering Leo again, and Mercury will be entering Leo on the 11th. Mercury will be re-entering Leo Mercury was first during Leo this year on June 26th, and right before the retrograde happened on July 7th. So basically, for the next month or three and a half weeks, we're basically going to be reassessing the situations that happened during Mercury retrograde, during the Leo part of the retrograde. And then we're going to be going into uncharted territory. August 15th is when Mercury clears its retrograde shadow, post-retrograde shadow. So basically, we're going to be making discoveries and analyzing a lot of the situations that happened between June 26th and when Mercury was in Leo the first time. <laughs> and what we're going to have is a lot of, you know, drama, a lot of passive aggressiveness, a lot of big declarations of the heart, people 
throwing shade, people overexpressing themselves, that sort of situation and matters will be coming to light. Mm. Now, we are in the retrograde period of Mercury retrograde, and that will be lasting until the 15th of August. And, you know, it's a really bizarre time in the cosmos during the retrograde period because a lot of the times we see things that you know, we hadn't really seen before during the retrograde. Things are murky. Things are really coming to light, but in a weird way. So if we got into an argument with someone during the retrograde period, the retrograde period is when we would say, well, like maybe I was wrong about the situation. If we broke up with someone during the retrograde period, the retrograde period is when we would contact the person and say, hey, can we talk about our argument or our drama? Um, If we started dating someone during the retrograde period, feelings can change during the retrograde period, you know? So the retrograde period is, you know, this two-week timeline before or after Mercury retrograde where we sort of see things from a different perspective. And the same day, we also have a full moon in Aquarius on the 15th. And this full moon will spark a little bit of jealousy because it will be opposing Venus. So we're all going to kind of feel a little, you know, lost in our own worlds in a kind of a celestial funk. Aquarius is a very distant and voyeuristic sign. So we're going to be observing things. We're going to be seeing things from a million miles away, you know, gaining clarity from far away, not from up close. So we're also going to be making discoveries about society and our friends as well, because Aquarius is a sign of societal views and friendships, and also humanitarian projects. So we're really going to be deciding if things are, once again, worth the effort, and do we feel valued again because Venus will be opposing the full moon. Also, the matter of financial pay comes into play as well during this full moon. Are we getting, you know, is it a good time to ask for a raise? Yes. Will we get the raise? Maybe not, but it's a good time to get the conversation started. Um, It's a great time to review contracts, you know, make a plan with like an employer for future contracts, just because a lot of the times you can really ask for what you're worth. And, you know, it's a good time to put yourself out there in terms of expressing your feelings. If you basically take a very, if you don't let things get too personal, you'll get what you want. The day before the full moon, we do have a Venus star point. And the Venus star point is taking us back to the summer of 2015 because the Venus star point is on a four-year cycle. So we are basically reevaluating our dreams that we had put into play several years ago. So for me, it was about love and 
work. I didn't really have a lot of direction in terms of either (laughs) matters. And right now I'm sort of really trying to you know, take the bull by its horns and really see what I want to do, what my next vision is. And the Venus star point will be in Leo. So it's all about where our heart soars because Leo is the sign that rules the heart. And it's all about our passions or what we love, doing what we love. It's a really great day for love and money. Um, It's a really great day to let people know how you feel. It's a really good day to set things in motions, you know, apply for that job, ask for a raise on the 14th. Don't ask for it on the 15th. The 15th is a great day to kind of have the discussion. So send the email out on the 14th, get that discuss, you know, take the first steps on the 14th, have the discussion on the 15th. And then maybe during the Virgo new moon at the end of the, August, you'll get threes. Let me ask you, is this a good time? It sounds to me like you're planning for your future goals. Is this a good time to start assessing a long-term plan for yourself as well? Yes, but this is the second phase of the dream. So we really do have to think back in time and really think about the vision that was sparked. In the year 2015? Yes, Sorry, I thought you said it's 115. And I was like, is it 115? I don't even. I'm like, no, it's 12 o'clock. <laughs> Who am I? <laughs> I know. I'm like, hello, Twin Peaks reference. What year is it? Um, yeah. So, spoiler alert. Sorry about that if you haven't seen the ending of Twin Peaks. I mean, so, if you've seen the ending of Twin Peaks by now, I mean. <laughs> There are some people who haven't, um, but yeah, so, you know, we're going back in time and, you know, we're really just really reevaluating that spark that we created. And it's a really great time to say, what is the next step of that dream? And, you know, it's really potent energy. So it's a great day if you're trying to manifest money or work for, yourself. Um, it's a, probably a great day for magic because the Venus star point is a very powerful energy in the sky. I mean, it forms a pentagram in the cosmos. So it's a really potent day for magical work, for love and money and for overall good vibes. And, you know, then the following day, we basically with the full moon, we basically are letting go of all the bullshit that we don't need anymore in our lives. And Mercury leaves its retrograde, its post-retrograde degrees on the 15th. So, you know, we're ready to hit the road running and to basically start with a beautiful new dream and vision and without the bullshit and all of the excess stuff that we've attached ourselves to energetically. Yeah. So this past new moon in Leo was really powerful for pretty much everybody. Definitely for me. What, what can we expect from the full moon coming up? Um, the full moon in Aquarius will be opposing Venus. So the most important thing that I've 
from my research is that the moon opposing Venus, like I said before, will bring up feelings of insecurity and jealousy. We might feel that our emotional needs aren't being, you know, acknowledged or felt by others. Um, the, the moon opposes Aquarius, sorry, the moon will be in Aquarius and Venus opposes the moon. So, and Venus will be in Leo. So what happens here is Venus and Leo is a very passionate sign and the moon in Aquarius is a little bit emotionally distant. It doesn't mean it's a bad moon. It just means that it sees the facts of the matter. It doesn't really use, you know, it's heart and passion to assess feels. It uses intellect. So we're basically going to have a conflict between the heart and the mind, and probably the minds will win. So we'll probably be seeing if things are really worth the effort that we've been putting into them, mm-hmm. you know, and this will probably formulate in the sense of humanitarian goals, um, relationships such as friendships, colleagues, you know, I wouldn't say that this is like a situation where we're going to be upset with like our intimate partners. I would probably say that it's going to be more of do our friends accept us for who we are? Um, is this like humanitarian goal or view that we really want to dedicate ourselves to? Maybe our goals have changed. Maybe our you know, political beliefs have changed due to current events. Maybe we're seeing situations differently. Maybe we're basically wanting to be seen clearly and we're not. And this will probably formulate once again in terms of money and, you know, love. And when I say love, I don't mean one-on-one romantic partnership. I mean, do our friends really care about us? Are they our ride or dies? You know, are they going to be there no matter what? And, you know, we also may feel a little bit of jealousy in friendships and intimate relationships with friends because we may feel that they got something that we were in line for. You know, maybe a colleague gets a promotion that you deserved. Is that fair? No. You know, so there's a lot of that sort of energy happening during the full moon. And that we can expect on, you said August 15th, right? That will be August 15th, yes. Nice. Is there anything else for August that we should be aware of, or is that pretty much it? I mean, that's pretty much for the week, that week. I would pretty much say that, you know, August doesn't have a lot of crazy energy. You know, we will have the Uranus squaring Mercury, Uranus retrograde, and Mercury will square off once again. And a lot of the times when Mercury and Uranus retrograde square off in the sky, you know, we basically have really big insights and flashes of wisdom. Uranus lets us see things from a different perspective, from a whole other view. And Mercury is all about the minutia and the minimal little details. So we're really going to have, in my opinion, a very big shift in the way that we think for the rest of August. And we're really going to be seeing things from a whole different perspective, which is actually kind of nice. And also Mars will be leaving Leo soon. So we're really going to have 
more, a little bit less drama in how we argue. And it's, we're really going to have more of structure when Mars enters Virgo later in the month, too. Awesome. Well, thank you, Lisa, so much for all that information and our whole forecast for August. Um, so how can, people, how can people book you for a session? You can visit my website at lisastardust.com and... Hit me up on Instagram, Lisa Stardust Astro, or email me, Lisa Stardust Astrology at gmail.com. Thank you, Lisa. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. So stay tuned next week, Mystic Witches. We are going to be interviewing someone in the Bywater who owns a botanica and just put out a workbook on Papa Legba. Stay Mystic Witches. Be sure to subscribe to Mystic Witch on any of your favorite platforms. And you can show your support by contributing monthly at anchor.fm or on our Patreon page. Follow us on social media to hear exclusive audio clips from our guests at Mystic Witch Podcast.